I respectfully disagree. Episode what 82. 82. Um I actually think this happened once before where you you come with the back to back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Might even came through three times. I think so. But you know what? I actually like the ones that, that you are on no cap because we actually have dialogue. Like you open people's eye, you know, it was like, all right, damn, I ain't even look at it from that perspective. But this way I like to debate. Yeah. Honestly, that's how the whole podcast came about because I'm always on Facebook rambling or ranting about my opinion on something. Exactly. So welcome back, Avery. Thanks for having me, man. So. Two, t- two times in a row here. Let me get closer to this mic. Can you hear me yeah, now? Yeah, hear me yeah. Now, now we perfect. Right, now man. we perfect. All right. Get this stuff out your way. All right, yeah, cool. All right. So Avery was on the last one uh, talking about the Thanksgiving leftovers. <laughs> a few people was like, man, that was hilarious. Definitely appreciate you pulling up, man. Um, plus, you came bearing gifts today. Nah, that I did. That I did. You know, Got the orange fan on deck. Yeah. If people remember, you know, we had a podcast about the orange sodas and well, the sodas in general, and you know, he's trying to say that Crush was better than Fanta. So appreciate you knowing. I told y'all, man. Look, mm. just not even less than a month ago, I was in the ER with kidney stones. I ain't even supposed to be drinking those sodas, but I ain't gonna turn it down because mm. not only did we have a Fanta on deck, he just come through and blessed us with the Philly cheesesteak egg rolls. Oh my goodness, that was amazing, immaculate. E, so your wife, yes. Uh, I feel so stupid because I didn't order any. I feel it's so stupid because right. I didn't order any. But moving forward, when I see that they're they're gonna be having stuff on Facebook, yes, I'm definitely putting that order in. I'm telling y'all, oh, uh, look up uh, Lady Lawrence Kitchen on Facebook. We done talked about these egg rolls several times on this podcast, but we got a, a believer now. Oh yeah, and I'll let you guys know now. If you don't, if you don't know who I am, I'm a big guy, <laughs> so I know good food, and this food was amazing. Oh, it was amazing. Egg rolls definitely hitting. Woo-hoo. Um, today's episode, man, definitely a touchy topic. Want to warn people ahead of time. This is one of those situations where we can agree to disagree. There's no right or wrong. It's just a difference of opinion. And keep in mind that there is no disrespect to any of the victims and family and friends that were impacted by the tragic event that occurred at Astro World. I'm going to lay that out there now. Mm-hmm. There's no disrespect. Hopefully, you know what I'm saying? When people listen to this, you listen to it with an open mind. Okay. So we're going to talk about the Travis Scott thing. And the reason why this topic came up, because I touched on it once before. I forgot what episode it was. Just kind of briefly gave my opinion, and I stated that I feel like Travis Scott should not be held responsible for those events that took place. But since then, he did an interview with Charlemagne the God. That interview, you know, went public what day before yesterday, and I sat here and watched it start to finish. And like I said, I'm one of them people where I like to gauge the temperature in the room. And I do that by reading comments. Now, don't get me wrong. I get some people troll. You can't take all of it serious, but it's like, okay, a hundred comments. If I read 20 of them and they're all like, Oh, he's this, he's that, that, and this, 
then I'm going to start saying that, you know what, the majority of the people feel like he's wrong or he's responsible. He's this, he's that. And then if I read some more and it's like, okay, I don't think he done anything wrong. So now that's when I'm a, you know, I'm going to have my own conversation. Mm -hmm. So I made a post yesterday and several people commented on it. Actually, I think it got to the point where it was about 50 or 60 comments on it going back and forth right now, actually. And you jumped on the post, Avery, and, and you expressed that you feel that he should have some kind of accountability or feel some sense of, I don't even know. I'm not even going to speak for yeah, you. Yeah, and, the floor is yours. Yes, and and I say that to a certain extent um, because this is not the first time that we've had a situation like this with Travis Scott being involved um, with individuals at his concerts. Actually, um, a few years ago, he's been, he's been arrested multiple times for inciting, um, you know, this bad, this this raging behavior and things like that. So, you know, I understand from um, a legal aspect why individuals will attempt to, you know, try and place blame on him. But at the same time, and I did mention this, I said it's also going to be extremely hard to prove um, basically culpability. Uh, on the part of Travis Scott, but I do believe that he has a small part to play in this. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, he's just one piece in this huge, huge uh, litigation that's currently, that's going to be happening. Mm-hmm. Um, you have Live Nation, that's who's, you know, who's also was in running it. Apple, who's also, you know, involved in this, and then Travis Scott, and so on and so forth. Um, right. But the reason why I mentioned that it's just because, you know, like I said, in the years past, um, Travis Scott has created that atmosphere. Um, he wants his fans to, you know, basically start a mosh pit and start a, you know, have that. That's the type of uh, atmosphere that he creates. Right. And there's been situations in the past where people have actually gotten hurt, seriously hurt. Actually, back in 2017, um, there was someone named Cal Green. Cal Green was um, attending an event that Travis Scott uh, had hosted, and he was pushed from a third floor balcony. He was pushed from a third floor balcony, and that left him paralyzed. Mm. You know? See, now you tell yeah, me see, something that I didn't yeah, know. And, and that was something that I did when I was researching. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so it's like he's currently um, in in the process of, being there's litigation involved with that one. Now that's been put on hold because of the pandemic and other things. But mm-hmm. in the state of New York, um, Travis Scott is being sued for um, what happened to Mr. Cal Green there. So that right there shows that there is a pattern that's being formed, um, basically by his. I won't say not by his actions, but you know, basically by his, his you know, persona. Yeah, yeah like you know. So that's this is the thing. this is the atmosphere that he breathes. So that's why I said it, he kind of has a little small part where he, you know, you you kind of have to look at him and understand, like, dude, you know, this is the type of atmosphere you breathe. But that's why I chimed in like that. So everything that you said is 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 valid. You can argue that why you feel you know what people are are getting seriously injured paralyzed you know what i'm saying like that's that's extreme like one would assume that you're kind of like all right travis tone it down a little bit or whatever the case may be 
but this is where I respectfully disagree right out the gate because this type of behavior or mosh pit environments, this is nothing new. And before I even go towards the other end of the spectrum and talk about rock and roll and stuff like that, I'll keep it within our own culture. And we just touched on three, six mafia. The last time we recorded Mm -hmm. matter of fact, and hopefully Charles is going to pull up and we're going to talk about that versus, but I've told people plenty of times. I grew up listening to three, six mafia. We also grew up during the little John era, crunk music at its height. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know what type of parties you attended or went to or club environments and things like that. But where I'm from, it was a lot of hole in the wall clubs and stuff like that. So when those type of songs came on, you had a mosh pit environment, throwing bowls. This and like that literally that is three, six to a T. So it's been plenty of times when I went out there on that floor, got to pushing and jumping around. And then it's people out there that's like seriously throwing elbows. Mm-hmm. I done caught a few to the point like, you know what? Nah, this ain't for me. Take your ass back on across the room and post up like you was doing. But I'm the one who put myself out there. Now, per se, it wasn't a concert, but that shows you how their music changes the energy of the crowd. So imagine going to a concert with somebody like three, six Travis Scott. I know Lil Uzi Vert's concerts are similar to that. I've seen Takashi perform. I don't know if they do the mosh pit thing, but the energy is through the roof. <laughs> Water bottles getting chunked. People like people come out of there bleeding, hurting. It's that many people and it's so rowdy or whatever the words you want to use. But everybody that bought a ticket and went to those events, you knew what was going to happen. So going back to the Travis Scott thing, have you seen the, documentary on netflix already no i have not um and that's a little scary to be honest with you the fact that now what documentary are you talking about the, i'm talking the one i'm talking about is actually old i okay, think they okay. tried to do a you new know one what, you know, hulu had came out with one or I'm something like, the families are not even fully that's what i'm saying it. a lot of people was like that was very distasteful okay, blah blah so i you're saw talking about the i have not seen I, I know what you're talking about i have not seen it though it goes back to show the whole process of him creating the album Astro World, okay. and how the actual festival came about. It follows him on tour, going overseas and all these different places. Every single show was exactly like what we saw for this year's Astro World. So that's why I've been pushing back because I'm like, as big of a star Travis Scott is. And I don't even look at him like a rapper. I look at him as a rock star. That's how I view him because he has that much influence on this younger generation. There's no way that you're going to tell me that there's people that pulled up to Astro World not knowing the atmosphere. And like you just said, with the the situation from New York, you said that was what, 2017? Mm-hmm. That was four years ago. So we're talking about, like you said, you, you said a pattern, you used the word pattern. So there's no way that you shouldn't know what to expect. 
I understand that. I understand that. So before we dive into the whole situation that particular night, it's like based on the videos and stuff that I saw, and I don't know if you, did you watch the video that I sent last night? Not fully. No, just because my internet went out. Okay, cool. It's hard. So real quick, the video that I sent was people who were live recording while they were there. They, soon as they got there, they did like a, uh, small documentary or whatever you want to call it of their event of, of, of their day. So when they got there at like two o'clock before the gates and stuff even opened, they discussed how chaotic it was. And I know you saw the footage where the people tore down the yeah, metal I did detectors see, and I did all of that. see that, how they jumped in before, like even stuff was, the gates were even open. They were already breaking through that. So I did see that. So from my lens, from my perspective, that alone tells you what type of atmosphere this is about to be. Because before the event even started, there was pandemonium. There was chaos. So throughout this video, they're showing all these different artists that were performing on stage. And throughout the entire day, people were raging, mosh pitting. They're showing people coming out with, they lost their shoes. Somebody was cut. Like this is prior to Travis even coming on. So do you blame Travis for all of those events as well? Leading up to his performance? I'm like, you can't just say he's solely responsible for any and every injury that transpired that afternoon. And I think uh, the issue is that there's a lot of miscon- miscommunication, misconception that people don't understand that Travis is not the only one who's currently being um, this blame is being thrown. He's the only one being blamed on social media. That's mm-hmm. what the, you know, that what I'm seeing. I'm not seeing people attack live nation. I'm not seeing people go at Apple. They are going after Travis Scott for obvious. He's the face. Yes. He's you know, he of- is the face of Astro world. I mean, mm-hmm. his album is called Astro world. So obviously he's going to be the one who's going to take the brunt of it. Um, but I do want to mention this. Houston police chief Mm -hmm. spoke to Travis Scott about what everything that was going on, the atmosphere ahead of the, ahead of the show. Mm -hmm. Travis had an opportunity to say, you know what? We might, might need to stop. And he did. So that's going to play on a lot of people's minds, especially when it comes to, um, you know, deciding how to should they assign blame in the court. Cause they're talking about criminal charges too. And that's going to be extremely difficult to prove that Travis is not only um, civilly, uh, you know, as a civic, but a civil case that he's, you know, responsible, but criminally. And that is just, it, it's just, it's a lot to go into it about this. So, but yeah, the fact that Travis did was warned ahead of time and he had an opportunity to possibly cancel the show and he didn't, that does, not it's not a good look. So so here's the thing, <clears throat> and this is where I'm gonna ask you your personal opinion. Mm-hmm. So if I'm a mega superstar and I'm accustomed to performing in front of tens of thousands, who's to say near a hundred thousand? What indications would there be for me to say, you know what, no, nah, I have to stop 
the show, especially since we've established that the atmosphere is supposed to be energetic. It's supposed to be rage, just full blown wilding out. Like the video I sent you, when you get a chance, look at it. There were people standing on top of porta potties, jumping off porta potties. And this is prior to him even coming out. His set didn't come out till 8.45, 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. This is 3 o'clock in the afternoon. People were going that crazy. Now, my next question that I propose to you, just food for thought. You don't even have to answer it right now. When you think of music festivals, first thing comes to mind, Rolling Loud, events like Woodstock, people have to understand that it's drugs and alcohol being used the entire time these events are taking place. Yeah. So how do you go from a crowd that's sitting around passing booze, passing weed, passing whatever they're passing around. And I'm not speculating that every single person in the crowd was under the influence, but I'm going to say with confidence that a large portion of this crowd is on something on something. Okay. How do you hold on on real quick? How do you not take that in consideration as well? And also consider that you're in the middle of Texas. I don't know what the weather was like on this particular day, but I'm saying to you is if you look, you see people with water bottles, backpacks, they came prepared. Because if you drinking, smoking, whatever, dehydration is real. Fainting at a concert is not new. We've seen plenty of highlights. Michael Jackson. People pass out on sight. As soon as they see Michael Jackson, drop to the floor, drop to the ground. So I, in my opinion, people saw the footage. They saw the bodies. They saw people falling. They saw people getting trampled. And that's horrific to the eye. If I'm just sitting here looking at that, oh my God, that's tragic. You get some kind of raw emotion come over you and you have the empathy for the victims. Quite naturally, you're supposed to. I will hope you do. But then at the same token, you have to ask yourself, why did they faint? How did they faint? What happened? So if you look at that video, and that's, it's very important. I keep referencing back to the video I sent you last night. It's very important because those people were down in what is considered to be the VIP section, but they were in the back of the VIP section, and they're recording the whole time. So they're recording when Travis first came out, and where they're standing at, there's a gate behind them, and it was so squished to where they were getting pushed up against the gate. I'm talking about like you're shoulder to shoulder, can't even breathe. And from where they were standing at, you couldn't even see Travis. So as they're recording, you start hearing their section where they were at. People screaming, help me, help me. I can't stand up. I can't this and that. They're begging people to help get them over this gate that they were behind. How can Travis hear that? He can't, they can't see him. And I would assume that he can't see them and it's 50,000 people out here. So it's easy for us to watch a cell phone clip and hear people say, we need help. We need help. 
and assume that the camera people were supposed to hear that Travis who's on stage is supposed to hear that. And we isolate it to this one little circle of people not realizing that this small circle is just a micro of a big environment. And that's why I feel like it's not fair. And I don't think it's logical. I know I've been rambling here for a minute. So I'm going to give you the floor, <laughs> no, you're good, man. but you're I'm just, good I'm just, I'm trying to, points. I'm trying to get it points. all out Yeah, because of course you can't type all of that on no Facebook posts. Mm-hmm. And that's why I tell people like, I enjoy these kind of conversations because I just want people to understand my logic. And then you help me understand yours. Because I feel like it's not fair to put these isolated situations that's going on within this entire ground on one person. Yeah. So let me reference back to your first question you asked about, you know, how would I, me being a mega superstar, um, determine if I'm going to stop that concert? I would uh, respond to you, well, as a mega superstar, have I ever had a police chief come up to me and say, hey, um, this is happening. Um, you need to be aware of this. It's quite possible you need to shut this down. Now, if this is something that's that happens often, no, okay, fine. But if this is like a, something that's never happened before, I've never had a police chief come to me and say this, I would really, you know, really consider taking heed to his recommendation. Now, that's just me. Regardless of celebrity status, because I know how people are when they're celebrities, they they think differently. But that's mm-hmm. just how I feel. Um, so I would, in my opinion, do my very best. Because at the end of the day, you know, you don't want to see them get hurt. Right. Yeah. So that's how I feel. Now, you mentioned that how all this is, you know, these isolated incidents and everything is unfair. And um, so the term that you were using, how these people were all... Um, pushed together trying to get out like yeah I watch think, it yeah it's called uh, it's called a crush so but it's basically you have all these people impacting this small area they can't get out they're being crushed um a crowd crush mm-hmm. so um and i want people to know this right now um a um while i'm do not i'm not a big fan of travis scott's mm-hmm. i also believe that and this is just my opinion that he is not liable i'm just speaking for how people may be thinking who are coming to the decision they feel this way right because i'm seeing it just from that that outside in mm-hmm. you know because like i said from yesterday it, uh, we were talking about this on facebook you know it's extremely it's impossible it's, it is impossible at the end of the day to really try and, and place blame on someone who have like you said fifty thousand people in this area and you, you posted um, the Moses trying to part the Red Sea. It, it, that, he does not have that type of power. He's he's. But I don't mean to interject. Yeah, you. yeah, yeah. And I posted that sarcastically because somebody was like, "Well, he saw the flashing red and blue lights, and he should have stopped the show then." And I'm saying that if you go back and look at some of that footage. There was one particular person that was passed out right in front of his face. He stopped the show. Mm-hmm. Hey, y'all, get this person some help. Security and the people picked him up, pulled him over the gate. Honestly, the person looked lifeless. But if I'm a performer, and I'm not speaking for him, I'm just giving my opinion. If I'm a performer 
And I know that this environment is constant raging, exhaustion, dehydration, drunk. You know what I'm saying? Like drugs. That's normal. Security got him over the gate. Now it's security and paramedics job to tend to this person and make sure they're okay. Give them whatever they need to be healthy. My job is to perform. He can't make sure that 50,000 people are safe and sound. And it was at night. So when I tell people, unless it's happening right in front of his face, how can you say he's supposed to stop? So in terms of going back to the red and blue lights, it looked like some little golf cart or something. So it ain't like no big ambulance or whatever. And that still could be a situation where a pedestrian comes over to an officer. Hey, we need some help. Somebody fainted or passed out over here. And they're trying to make their way through the crowd. That still doesn't warrant everything else stops. That's just them doing their job to me. Yes. Granted, these idiots that's in the crowd started jumping and dancing on top of the little card or whatever. So that's who halted the professionals from being able to provide aid to whoever they were trying to get to. And I posted the whole Moses part in the red sea thing, because so if Travis says, stop the music, everybody move back. Where was 50,000 people going to move to? It's, and that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not logical. It makes sense in a picture perfect world. But some of the things that I read online, I'm like, if it were only that simple mm-hmm. and real quick, cause my phone is not here. I'm going to pause it real quick. I had a friend that was there and I kind of wanted her to come on the podcast. But then again, I was like, I don't want to put anybody in that situation where now they're being attacked for their mm-hmm. opinions and stuff like that. Cause honestly, I was going to talk about it on my own mm-hmm. because I don't want to put people in these predicaments to where it's like, Oh, such and such said this. And, Cause this cancel culture thing, I feel like a lot of this is rooted in that you're talking about a mega superstar who at the end of the day, the whole Astro world event is based on charity. They closed down the six flags and all of that. So he wanted to bring that type of atmosphere back to Houston. So he's trying to do good. <laughs> it just so happens that, this tragic event took place. So because one event took place and it was fatal. And that's why I said in the beginning, no disrespect to any of the families impacted by this. And I'm not trying to sweep this under the rug or make it feel like their lives didn't matter. But I'm saying that for all of the good things that he's done, all it took was for this one particular thing to happen. And now all of a sudden he's an animal. His shows are demonic He's did like you, you just read all this stuff on the internet and just trip out. I'm finna grab my phone real quick because I, I reached out to mm-hmm. her. I wanted her opinion being somebody that was actually there. Okay. And I'm going to read it. All right. So hold on. All right, cool. I'm losing my mind. Y'all I mean, my phone's in my pocket the whole time, man. My bad, my bad. So I'm gonna read this and then you can have the floor back. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, I'm not going to name any names or whatever. So here's how the conversation went. Sorry to bother you. If you 
you don't want to answer this question, that's fine. I'm watching this Travis Scott interview and I want your thoughts because you were actually there. Do you feel he's responsible for what happened? You see my thing in purple? Yes. I'm reading it verbatim. Yes, I see it in purple. No, I don't feel he's responsible for what happened unless he knew what was going on and kept going. That's one thing I will never know, but I personally feel like he's not responsible. He has so many people who plan the events for him. He basically shows up to the event to perform. That's his job. His job is to perform. His job isn't to make sure the event is going according to plan. He has groups of people to do that. When I was there, I seen a crowd of police just standing around in a group of probably about 20, just standing around while people climbed over fences to get in. I had VIP tickets, but there were so many general admission ticket holders in VIP sections, which tells you that security didn't check for people's tickets to ensure only VIP holders were in VIP in the VIP area. It's very tragic and sad what happened. And maybe my opinion would be different if I had someone I knew pass away or got hurt at the concert. But overall, I think there were many things that contributed to what happened. Could have, could it have been prevented? Yes. Was it Travis fault for what happened? No. This is from somebody that was actually there. And I watched another documentary where somebody else said that they feel that the layout for the crowd is to blame. Because if you go back and look, the stage is set up, but then there's like a walkway, kind of like an eye, shaped like a capital I, mm-hmm. for Travis and them to walk back and forth, in which most concerts are like that. They can walk, and then you got the crowd on both sides of this area. But they said towards the end, there was a gate. This was supposed to be general admission. This area near the stage is supposed to be VIP. It's just this thin gate. That video I showed you confirms that. You'll see the little metal gate. So according to my friend, so many people were just hopping over this gate to where now you have filled to capacity the VIP area. And so many people started, you know, backing up to where now the people in the back by this gate are being trampled because there's nowhere for them to go. They're stuck between a a barrier. Yes. So now people are getting trampled over. So it's like, do you blame Travis for that? Or do you blame the people who should be responsible for ensuring that this section is only for VIP? This section is for general admission. But how do you police that at night? So this goes back into, um, like you said, the setup. You also go into security. I used to work security. Um, I worked security for almost three, three years, two years. Worked for um, at a warehouse, and then I worked for Department of Homeland Security as a TSA officer. So you know, I was the planes. But we had someone who was competent at all times working there. I just read an article that said that. Uh, the head of security risk management was not even licensed by the state in Texas. You have, you (laughs) exactly. You have officers who showed up to work 
and they said they didn't even know what they're doing. They were just giving uh, a radio and giving a flashlight and say, go stand here. So you have individuals who are not capable, who have none of the training, none of the experience, and they're supposed to be uh, in charge of securing this entire facility, this entire concert for 50,000 people. There was a reason why the concert barriers in, uh, at the front, the, the security checkpoint broke down because the security officers had no idea what they were doing in the first place. Right. Because so, if you, if you watch that, once they started trampling over people and breaking down the metal detectors and stuff like that, they didn't even have the proper people there. Like people was pulling up on horses, people just running by them. And it, it's scary to think that, you know, they even, even then they allowed the festival to go on. Because something like that should have rose some red flags. And when I say they, I'm talking about city officials. Because at this point, now you're causing, you're you're putting yourself in a predicament where um, it could potentially be like a mass casualty event. But not enough people were um, were informed properly uh, about this. And you see the the result so now my wheels are turning even more mm-hmm. and here's my response back to you and the floor is yours again who do you blame for that that's not travis's that's and that's what i'm saying whoever is in charge of hiring the security firm is in my opinion someone that you have to um go after so that would be Live Nation, it could be potentially be Apple, whoever's in charge of that security firm, um, the head of security, you know. Exactly. So and that's so, a, but but people don't see that. People don't think like that. Though. But that but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But he said these things in his interview with Charlemagne, and then you read the comments is oh he's fake, he's lying, he's not even sincere enough to you're going to say get that, that he's, you're going to get that though. But that but that but that's what prompted me yeah. to say you know what. I want to talk about this because I feel like too many people are closed minded. It's not just black and white. Yeah. It's, you got so many people on social media. Um, they're not thinking logical. They're, they're thinking emotional. Facts. And, and, you know, and at the end of the day, that's a lot of people, you know, you have people who troll and their whole job is just to try to get under your skin. Then you have people who, are so dead set that you're in the wrong. It doesn't matter what you say. They can't listen to reason. You have a lot of people like that. And a lot of people who are like that are also the ones who are stating that Travis Scott's hundred percent in the wrong. He deserves to go to prison for the rest of his life. I hope is they were saying some wild like, things like, about bro. not just him, his daughter, you know, his, his girl. And I'm like, but, this is, this is getting out of hand. But that's what, but honestly, if you look at some of the videos, they were out there. It got to the point to where security escorted them away from the grounds or whatever because it wasn't deemed, quote unquote, safe anymore. But here's the elephant in the room, though. Now, we've discussed several times that as soon as the gates opened, I believe it was at 2 p.m., chaos started. Pandemonium starting. I know you got somewhere to be. I ain't gonna hold no, you. No, up. no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not looking at the time. <laughs> I'm pulling more ammunition. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. So, 
at what point in time do we hold the people in the crowd accountable for their actions? If you're there to have a good time and see a good show, why can't you just pull up and be a decent human being? Yeah, I will say this. And I'm glad you mentioned this because this is something I did post uh, the other day. Uh, personal accountability. There is not enough that's being, you know, there's not enough being um, thrown around right now. The fact that one of the victims was a nine-year-old boy brought, he was in a coma and then he passed. Mind you, I don't have kids. Let me get that out there. I'm working on it, but I don't have kids right now. But if I was a father, there will be no way in hell my child would ever go to any concert even remotely like Travis Scott. I don't even know if I would take my child to a concert with um, the Backyardigans or whatever, uh, Yo Gabba Gabba, just because there's so many people around and people get uh, all together and start getting excited and stuff. But you mean to tell me you allowed your child to go to a Travis Scott concert? His lyrics, they on the cover of his album say explicit content. And you mean to tell me you allowed your nine-year-old who should be at home watching um, Power Rangers, whatever the new series is, or playing Fortnite. You mean to tell me you allowed your child to go to a Travis Scott concert and because of your actions, and I'm uh, first of all, let me say this, uh, sorry for your loss, but you put your child in harm's way and this was the result. Honestly, we... We can end the damn podcast right there <laughs> because I said that in the beginning of the other episode. And when I made the post the first time, when it first happened, I am a father. My oldest child happens to be nine. What do I look like taking my child to an environment where I know there's a mosh pit? I know. People rage. I know people are on drugs, mm -hmm. drunk, falling out, passing out. This ain't even got nothing to do with the festival, the music. People are passing out because they're high and drunk. Zombie land is what you should mm -hmm. call it. Yeah. Why would I expose my child to that? And these are the questions that nobody talks about. Travis is Travis fault because of the way he does his shows. No. There should be an age limit on that. That's what I thought. <laughs> that was my first thing. Like, why, how did this kid even get a ticket? Now, I get there's roller coaster ride. It's a festival. Yeah. But once the music starts and the sun goes down, it's time to sit on the It's time to yeah. go. Now, here's my question back to you again. And it's just, this is just food for thought, people. I'm just trying to open people's minds. You've been to Thunder Over Louisville. It's been some years, but yes, I've been to Thunder. You know the atmosphere. So you know that at the end of the night, after the fireworks go off and it's time for people to disperse, it's chaos. Yeah. Hectic. Now imagine us with our kids, because I've been there, trying to maneuver and make sure they're, you know, here, stay with us. There's so many people just coming and going every direction, coming and going, coming and going. Not to mention... People still snatch up kids these days. Mm -hmm. So you got to be mindful of all of this stuff. Navigate them. 
And we ain't even talking about raging. Mosh pits. There's no reason why child should have been in that environment. None. In my opinion. Again, no disrespect to anybody that was injured or lost a loved one. This is just my opinion. And I'm saying that as mad as everyone is and as upset and sad, where is the accountability from the parents? You're not going to get that, at least publicly, because then that that makes the lawsuit. Watered down. Yeah, exactly. You know, you're not going to get individual who's going to take some fault. It's just not going to happen. You know, you put yourself in a situation and then something happens. You're not going to reach up and say, you know what? I probably shouldn't have been there in the first place. No. As someone who is, I don't want to say this, but opportunistic, because a lot of these attorneys, that's what they are. They're whole, they seen something like this and they're not worried Granted, some of them do have a good heart, but a lot of attorneys, they see something like this. You know what they see? Dollar signs. They know that Travis Scott is worth millions of dollars. They know that Live Nation is worth billions of dollars. They know Apple Music is worth billions of dollars. The reason why these these lawsuits are so high, billions of dollars in lawsuits, because they know they're not going to pay billions of dollars. They're going to settle for millions, though. So that's another yeah, elephant gonna, in the room. Yeah, they're going to settle for millions, though. How do you weed out the people that were severely injured and actually hurt versus those that's like, well, shit, I was there. I want a piece of this pie, too. That's going to be something that. So that's what I'm saying. It's like it's not that simple as, oh, he's responsible. I hope he loses his career. I hope he goes to jail. Like we're talking about people. I mean, they even had Drake's name on there. Like. He's a guest. There was a star-studded lineup the entire evening. So are you going to blame every artist? Yeah, I've seen that. Like, we're talking about people who travel around the entire world and put on shows and performances. This is nothing new. I'm I'm glad you mentioned that because that actually segues me to my... Uh, this has happened before. And this is why... I believe that at the end of the day, Travis himself is not going to be found liable. And so back in, I want to say, let me pull this up. Sorry, guys. Um, no, you good. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Hey, y'all, he come with the computer. He's ready, though. <laughs> so um, there was an event back in 2000. It's a Pearl Jam concert um, at Ross, Ross Kilt Festival. Perfect. Ross Kilt Festival. And this was called a crowd crush. And as a result, uh, nine people died and 26 people were injured. Pearl Jam was not found liable for this. So there's one. There's another one I have, too, that I've been like I said, I got I've been practicing this for a while. I'm not practicing, but, you know, I knew I was coming over here back in 1979. This was in in Cincinnati. The group, The Who. Had a concert. 11 people died. They were not found liable. So it is hard for someone to now say, okay, a precedent has been set with Travis Scott, and thus 
he needs to be found liable. Look, this has happened before. And you mean to tell me what's changed? I know it's changed, but I'm not going to say that on here. But we both know it's changed. You don't have to say it. And I'll say it for you. Like I said, I'll, I'll take the heat. Yeah. And that's why, for those that are friends with me on Facebook, go look at the conversation we had yesterday. And I put on the verbatim quote, this has been going on since before we were even born. You're not going to tell me that people didn't pull up to a Guns N' Roses uh, kiss. Any rock group that you can name. And if you go to their concerts, it's not a similar environment. People didn't just start raging at Travis Scott shows. This is nothing new. I posted a link to a video that showed the top 10 most craziest mosh pits ever. And when you saw that, these people were literally insane out of their minds. Now, if somebody's music has that much control over you, that ain't the artist. You need to see psychiatric help or something. Like, you need to see somebody. And I told you, look, I just watched the verses last week. I was running all around this basement. <laughs> so I know what that energy is like, but I know that I just told y'all once I caught a few of them bowls to the shoulder, to the chest area. Yeah. I, I got to go back over mm-hmm. here. Like, you nah, for that. nah, cause I done been to plenty of parties where for you knew it, chairs start getting thrown across the room and that's all it takes is to get caught with a flying object. And for those innocent people that may or may not have got hit, do you blame three, six mafia for that? No. So that's what I'm saying. I'm like, dog, like people are so unrealistic, man. Like I'm not dismissing that people actually lost their lives. Not dismissing that at all. I'm just asking people to use some logic and actually think about it. Travis Scott cannot force the crowd to do that. You chose to do that. You chose to willingly walk into that crowd and participate. And I promise you, Doc, look at that video that I posted. And it might actually change your perspective because these people actually went into the pits and came out. and was like, I'll never do that again. One person was bleeding. Somebody lost a shoe and a sock. And they're like, dude, this wasn't even Travis performing. Mm-hmm. So when, when Travis get out there, it's going to be worse. I'm not doing that again. They were smart enough to say, nah, that ain't for me. But for those that were brave enough to partake in that, you also got to understand the consequences that come with that. When you enter that ring, the gloves come off. Yeah. Just like you got to protect yourself. That's, That's what like, I'm saying. Gotta like protect yourself. And it's dark. Like, we're talking about people that don't even care about Travis Scott being on on stage. They just out there trying to hurt somebody. Yeah, there's reports that, and I don't know how true this is, and maybe you heard about this. There was somebody out there injecting people. The Houston police came out and said that the, the security guy felt a prick. They tested it, and he was saying that. But then a couple of days later, they came out and tried to dismiss it. Yeah. 
Who? That's what I'm saying. Who's stuff to like say? That, yeah, stuff like that happens, like you said, in the dark, at a at concert. Right. It's hey. just, it's 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 total. Uh, basically, it's, it's anarchy. Hey, so, you want to feel good? Put one of these on your tongue, and you done gave somebody some kind of drug some that acid completely or yeah. messed them up, and then they pass out, faint, or do something. like. Oh, that's Travis' fault. No. Now, once they do some biopsies and and run tests and all that good jazz, and it comes back to determine this was the cause, then you can start narrowing some of these things down, who had things in their system versus who didn't and stuff like that. But right out the gate, nope, Travis' fault. And they did that just because he's an easy target. Easy target? He's he's an easy target. And, you know, like I said, I don't agree with the notion that people that he is you know liable i'm just stating that i understand why people are saying that i don't Mm -hmm. agree with it but i understand why they're saying it i get their point of view i don't agree with it but i get it but it doesn't make it doesn't make it valid it just means that i was able to you know exactly comprehend it but you you got your laptop up real quick yeah um, you know, I got my phone right. Yeah, here. I, I you got because yeah, uh, I ain't you, gave you the Wi Fi. Yes, I wasn't gonna say that. anything, but you, the Wi Fi ain't my working. Fault. So my fault. It's cool though. My fault. Let me look this up real quick. Capacity of Papa John's Stadium. You could ask me. I knew that off the top of my head. How many? I don't. They hurt me right now, ladies and gentlemen. You see it, sixty-five thousand people. That is capacity of uh, Cardinal Stadium. Cardinal Stadium holds sixty-five thousand people. That's every seat in the house being filled. You've been to Papa John Stadium before, correct? Yes, I've been to Cardinal Stadium. We Cardinal Stadium. You know what? Dang. Yeah, I we ain't been, yeah, we haven't been Papa John's Dang, for a while, man. You know we, what? They might cancel yeah. me for real now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're coming for you now. Just stuck with pizza. They might cancel me for real. Now, I forgot Papa John's is up out of there. Yeah. Um, I was asking my wife this the other night. And we just recently, we went to the U of L Kentucky game. I seen that. So, I'm asking, you've been inside there, right? Yes, I have. You're one individual. So, based on wherever your seat was, wherever you were standing, could you see everything that was going on around that entire stadium? Absolutely not. 65,000 people, I couldn't even see past my row. And there's what maybe a good 50 or 60, I couldn't even see past my row. Granted, I was also intoxicated, so, so that that there. That, that, so, so now we cooking. Yeah. Now we cooking with fish grease, man. Because I'm like, that's my logic when I try to have debates or have arguments with people. It's like I try to use another scenario and correlate it to this particular. Now it may not match up identical, but you got to say to yourself, put yourself in the shoes of a player that's on the field. That's typically Travis. That's your entertainer. They're on the field. So when you scan across this, all you see is people. You don't know who's arguing, who's fighting, who's having fun, who's loving each other, who's kissing each other, who's doing drugs, who's whatever. If a fight breaks out all the way in section 300, can't see that. 
No. That's why they have security at each section, each gate, to police that. The quarterback's job is to throw the damn football. Can't worry about what's going on in the crowd. So a lot of these performances, they're going according to schedule. This artist comes out at this time. The fireworks go off at this time. Uh, Shoot a lightning bolt through something, whatever, <laughs> at this time. And nine times out of ten, these artists have things in their ear. People are talking to them. And they're trying to put on a performance and engage with the crowd. There's a cadence that goes with it. You know, there's a schedule. So it's like, this ain't as simple as me throwing a, a party in the backyard. Hey, y'all, cut the music. Cut the music, y'all. Hey, can everybody please move up here to the front? Can everybody please spread out? Give each other some room, guys. It's 50,000 people. It's not that easy. No, it's not. That's what I'm saying. Like, in a pandemic, by the way. <laughs> Man, I don't think that's, that's brought that's up, the, though. No, that ain't that's nobody that's even that's talking about that, bro. That pandemic. might be where the Omicron or whatever it's <laughs> called Omicron, came from, Omicron, Omicron, That's one of them spirits from the Travis Scott concert. <laughs> it, it was crazy. Mutated. It was crazy, man. This is, yeah, it's this is, this is a wild case, and I'm glad you brought me over to talk about this. I know this, this is just the beginning. It's going to be, it's going to take years for this to be, um, to go through the final process. But um, I will say that just based off history, what I've read, um, I find it highly um, unlikely that they're going to find that Travis Scott, the performer, is going to be liable. Now, the company who, you know, who's hosting the event, you know, Live Nation, Apple Music, they actually bear more of the responsibility just because they're the ones who employ the security force, yep. you know? Um, and then you have Houston, uh, the Houston uh, city, uh, the department, Houston city council, um, the mayor's office, you know, the police department, you, you told me that there was reports that police officers were there just sitting on the sideline, not doing nothing. And like, you mean to tell me as someone whose job is to protect and serve, you know, that you see someone in peril and you do nothing. But here's the thing, that's, though. That's, that's insane to me. It is. It is. But, and then we'll leave it alone. Oh, yeah. But you got to think. 50,000 people and they're not sectioned off. How can they stand on the ground and see what's going on in the middle? Mm-hmm. So unless it's happening right there on the edge or by the time somebody runs to get help, now you got to make your way through the madness just to get to whoever's in the middle. Yeah. And that's that, not easy. And that just goes to show you that this was the way it was, it was piss, piss, poor planning, PPP, pissly, piss, poor planning on the part of whoever is running the Astro World. But Astro World been going on for a few years now. So it seems like well, in this instance, they... Maybe. But here's the thing, though, and it might be because they didn't do it last year because of Corona, the, uh, the pandemic and stuff. So yeah. first year back, because they were talking about how so many people that didn't even have that's how the metal detectors and all that got bum rushed because so many people that didn't even have tickets just were rushed. forcing their way in. People were climbing fences and climbing gates outside the event just to get in. So if you're not properly staffed you don't have the proper people in place to police who's getting in and out. 
You don't have no control over that. I want you to read that. I want you to read that. I What's got that? My glasses on. Okay, I'm gonna read it. I'm reading. You got. Go. <laughs> I keep forgetting that you, you know you're a senior citizen now. Look, man, I work over. from home, staring yeah, okay. at the computer yeah, yeah, all yeah. day, man. My my, my glasses. So I'm, I'm reading. I'm reading the article. It's from the Independent. You know, thank you, Independent.co. It says complete freaking chaos. Asteroid security guard says festival staff was woefully unprepared. No training, no preparation. It was just a hot mess. So that shows you that whoever hired these individuals, there is a lot of fault. Boom. Travis, hire us as your lawyer, dog. We going to get you out of there. I don't know about all that because um, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I, I ain't like Travis in sicko mode, so you know. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, no, no, man, that brings us to a whole nother topic, man. And I ain't gonna let you out of here. Oh uh, no, yeah, I ain't gonna let you out of here, okay. man. I know we, I got, I got, I still got enough thirty minutes, so you know, because I got. We ain't even gonna need all that. Oh, yeah, so cause... you, you said sicko mode. That's that's Travis Drake. I know you ain't a big don't, Drake don't, don't fan. Don't bring up Drake right now, cause don't bring it hey, up. Don't bring him hey, up. Hey, how you how you feeling about this? Uh, man, we reunited. Uh, it feels. Hey, we you know they did their thing, man. They did their thing, man. It was actually you know because I didn't get a chance to watch it live, so I watched it at work. To- I watched it at work. <laughs> 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 so and I was able to check it out and. It was amazing, man. Granted, some people are upset. They feel like they're using their resources for someone who doesn't deserve it. But if you, you know, pay attention to what Kanye has done in the past, this is not the first time he's tried to do something for Larry Hoover. He went to the the, the White House and went to go see that guy. Um, yeah. and, you know, this is not the first time he's tried to do them. He even his uh, uh, Larry Hoover's son. If you listen to Donda. Which is the best album of the year, by the way. I disagree. Go ahead. Hater. Uh, but if you listen to Donda <laughs> on Jesus Lord, that's the name of the track. You got Larry Hoover Jr. who comes on there in three minutes. Uh, just, he's just talking on the track. He thanks Kanye for going up to the White House and trying to get his father free. And he stated, you may not have been the only person who could have did that, but you were the person who actually did do that. So you got Larry Hoover Jr., his son, who has not being able to touch his father, his his grandkids ain't been to touch his grandson because Larry Hoover Sr. is currently an ADX Supermax in Florence, Colorado. That is the Supermax penitentiary for all federal inmates. That is the most secure prison possibly in the world. Is I know for sure for certain it is the most secure prison in the country. That is where the worst of the worst offenders are at. Larry Hoover's there. 24 7, 365, lockdown, segregation. He's never getting out. Lockdown. <laughs> He's out. never getting out. So, um, and you, and I don't, if you ever have time, I want you to check this out. It's called Solitary Life in Red Onion. It's a documentary, and it discusses how long term segregation um, can impact the, the mindset, the mind of an individual. And it, it shows you how the lack of human interaction can destroy the brain. You know, you have these individuals who don't have contact with people. Now, granted, Larry Hoover has done some horrific things and he deserves to be punished. But at the same time, he doesn't deserve to spend the rest of his life locked up in a bubble 
and never to speak, never to see, never to touch his own grandkids. Hell, they even uh, Kenneth McGriff at some point was there. They let him go to a, a high security prison, so he's able to get visits. You know, why are you continually keeping this man here? And that's what this was about. Granted, Kanye probably wants more because he was able to get two of the lieutenants released. Um, but there's a lot of people who are stating that they feel that Kanye and his platform should actually try and use his resources for someone who's a little bit more deserving. Gotcha. Yeah, that's all. So, But you're educating folks because a lot of that I honestly didn't know. Like, I know who the dude is, but I don't know him enough to know. Yeah, and it's that, that it's that Chicago connection because they're right. both from Chicago, you know. So, so I've been doing this thing on these last couple of episodes where I, I throw people on the hot seat real quick, man, and then after this we can wrap it up because yeah, sure. it's, it's a great conversation. I honestly feel like, man, this this one right here that I was pretty good, man. It's just open dialogue. We just you know giving people food for thought. But you said Kanye using his connections and, you know, for the betterment of people. Kim K is one of them as well. She's used her celebrity to, you know, intervene in court cases and get people here, there, that, and this. And considering the fact that Travis Scott is part of that circle, I feel like in terms of being influential, Travis Scott is up there. He has a grasp over our younger generation of people, whether it's from the sneaker world, uh, T-shirts, merch. Hell, I got Travis Scott Reese's Pieces box over here in the basement. It's sitting on the, on the shelf. You know what I'm saying? Like, at one point in time, I had a pair of Travis Scott's. I wish I wouldn't have sold them because if they really going to cancel him, they getting ready to shoot up in value. I have to catch this Jack Mill. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. It's like, are we are we really wanting to cancel somebody of that magnitude and has done so much, whether it's good or bad, to influence a generation of people? I don't think that it's necessarily if, because this is, like I said, this is just my opinion. I don't think it's necessarily something that, you know, I want to happen just because, you know, granted, I'm not the big, biggest fan of Travis. And the reason why I'm not is just because how he treated that photographer on, um, I can't remember, I think it was uh, Made in America. It was it was an event he did a long time ago. And he actually referenced it on, um, was that, don't you open up my window? Got the name of that song, Antidote. He referenced mm-hmm. that that situation. He said, I was kicking the, the guy who's off the camera, messing my angle, something. I don't know. It was trash. But I didn't like Travis for that. So, you know, everything he's done after that, is, you know, really doesn't, I just can't jig with dude. Right. With that being said, I don't think personally that for someone who has, like you mentioned, all those things you've done should be canceled for this event. But that's out of my control. You know, at the end of the day, the court of public opinion is always going to sway um, towards what the masses are saying. Exactly. If, the, if the court of public opinion says this person's in the wrong, it doesn't matter what Avery thinks. It doesn't matter right. what Adrian thinks because they're, they're going to go wherever um, the majority wants them to think. And right now, the majority wants him to think that Travis is in the wrong. 
So the reason why I said it, and then, like I said, after this, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up. Oh, man, I got more. I'm, <laughs> then whatever, I mean, uh, I, 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 it wasn't, it, here's the thing. I'm, 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 cause I wanted, I really wanted to speak about Jesse, if you had a moment. Um, <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, <laughs> it was going to be quick. It was going to be quick. It was going to be quick, but continue. Um, I feel like, in my opinion, we're heading down a path where celebrities are finna be like, you know what? I'm going to take my money and run. All the charitable events, all the giving back, all the things that they do for the communities across the world can be tarnished and washed away at the snap of a finger. So why did I do all of these things? Because obviously it didn't mean too much. You're not giving me the the benefit of the doubt. All it takes is for me to say or do one thing that you find distasteful or you don't like. Granted, this is my personal life. This is my decisions. And I'm not necessarily, you know, equating this to the Travis Scott situation because we're talking about casualties. Mm -hmm. But I'm just saying in terms of I, I look at people like Kevin Hart. Dave Chappelle, all these people that have faced quote unquote cancel culture. And it's like you, you wash away all the things that they've done. I'm a LeBron James fan for as much flack as that dude gets. And now it's even coming from a political angle. He very easily could be like, you know what, man, my kids are up and coming. I don't have to do anything else pertaining to regular people I'll take my money and go mm-hmm. I'm borderline a billionaire now who gives a care what you think they're even coming after his kids yeah and that was that was that's that what was, I'm saying like as a person myself I don't like crowds of people I don't like interacting very much I gotta be comfortable around you to just let loose here, I, I got my money. <laughs> Tough luck. Do your own toy drive. Deuces. Do your own coat drive. Do your own food banks. And then call me. And it's like, what what is the saying? Don't bite the hand that feeds you. So you got people that sitting at home on their computers, on their cell phones, trying to destroy this man or bash this man. But I actually read comments from people from Houston. They was like, y'all are coming for this guy, but you have no idea how many people he helps in the city of Houston. Should the voices of Houston be more powerful than the masses that's sitting at home on their phones and on their computers? That's what I'm saying. Like people just people just talk just to talk. Yeah. Myself included. I'm one of them people. I ain't gonna exclude myself. But it's like <laughs> but it's like but it's like nah for real dog it's like man that that's again that's food for thought man it's like all it takes is one time yeah and then and it just that one mistake and it doesn't matter you know it just like uh i don't say one mistake like russell simmons for example i mean where's he at right now russell's done all that philanthropy all that philanthropic work and he's now he's overseas living in uh, you know a non-extradited country because he's Boom, I'm glad you even said yeah, that, bro. So, it's like 
We coming after Travis. They and, coming and, after and, these celebrities. And hold on, let me let me say this. I am not in no way, shape, or form agreeing with what Russell Simmons did. In my opinion, if you know if the allegation is true, he deserved to be under the jail. But you know, the man also got money, and he was able to. There's a freaking court case going on right now that don't nobody talk about, and it involves Hollywood and kids. That was exactly what I was bringing up. That, so that's what I'm saying. It's like the things that need to be discussed, the things that people need yeah, to be the outraged media coverage about about the Josh Duggar case. <laughs> that's where I'm. That's where I was going to segue this to the no, Josh Duggar, the Jesse well, we Smollett. Yeah, Go the ahead. Josh Duggar, the Jesse Smollett case. It's ridiculous. All you see is Jussie, Jussie, Jussie. And don't get me wrong. I knew from day one, like, something ain't adding up here. But I'm going to go and let him, you know, let him. And then when it started coming out, like, you know what? He might be guilty. This is like one of those first times where I think everyone, it doesn't matter what side of political spectrum you're on. We all like, yeah, this he's lying. Um, and we all know he's guilty. With that being said, then you have this Josh Duggar individual. Child pornography. They're talking about giving him 40 years. You got Jussie. Uh, false. Made a false <laughs> statement. Uh, disorderly conduct, I guess. You got one that can give you three years. You got an individual who can make it 40 years. Why is Jussie, who is a black man, who is a member of the LGBT community, why is his case a lot more widespread covered? And why is Josh Duggar's case not being covered as nearly as much. It just doesn't make sense. So some of your favorite actors and actresses and everybody else is oh yeah on the verge of being exposed to oh, yeah. real people that they oh, really yeah. are. And that's what I'm saying is like my personal opinion. That's exactly why I don't put a lot of trust in people. Because a lot of these celebrities when the camera's rolling Oh man, he's so charitable. He's such a good person. He's this and that. And as soon as the lights go off, hey, did y'all find me a little fifteen year old that's ready to come in here and do whatever I want to do? Like, I can be whoever I want to be behind the camera. I could even be fake on this podcast. Can be a completely different person. I'm like, no, I'm I'm not here to entertain. We put on a good show naturally. It's just who we are. No matter if the cameras or the podcast is rolling, when we sit in a room, this is what we do. It just so happens that there's a microphone in front of us right now. So it's like, I don't sit here and make things up. I don't have no nothing written in front of me. This is just conversation. But it's like too many times you see people pretend to be things that they are not. And then when you find out the harsh reality of it, now everybody's blown away. Jared Fogle, subway guy. We thought he was one of the best, most wholesome guys ever. And this guy is texting little girls and boys. But and you hey. know what? So that's just, you, you don't know what, you, really, you truly don't know a person. That's a conversation that I ain't going to touch on mm-hmm. this podcast per se. But you but, understand. But you, you mentioned the word pattern earlier. Mm-hmm. And if you really think about a lot of those child pornography and things of that nature, there's a pattern there. Like even with the the VP of Sony, PlayStation, mm-hmm. whatever. It's yeah, just I like, remember that. You messaging little boys like the whole Penn State thing, like uh, Jeffrey <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein. You know his his that situation. You know all that stuff. The Prince, 
uh, overseas. I think it's Prince Andrew, whatever his name. All it, it's it's all. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's a whole nother can of worms Ooh. right there. But but you know, and after this, we'll 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 tie it back in and leave it alone. But that's what I'm saying. It's like we're putting all this emphasis on these celebrities and canceling them and this and that. But it's like, why are you giving them that much influence over your kids, over yourself, actually, to where you follow their orders? Let's rage. Jump off the top of this building. And you willing to go do it for somebody that as soon as those lights turn off, those microphones are unplugged, they're off to the next city. Mm -hmm. They don't even know you. You put yourself in 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 harm's way just for an hour sec uh hour performance. That's because a lot of people um idolize individuals like that. They worship individuals like that. And it's something that um we all know and I don't agree with, but it happens. You know, you have your people who will be, who in their mind, they feel that this person is talking directly to me and is commanding me to do X, Y, and Z. Your stands. And that's what it is. Yeah, your stands. Exactly. Perfect. And then tying that into going back to the children, the child, the nine-year-old, the 10-year-old. Again, this is just my opinion. I've mentioned it maybe an episode or two ago where I was like, nowadays parents are trying to be their kid's best friend. That's how you end up at a Travis Scott concert mm-hmm. with your nine-year-old or your 10-year-old because you want to hang out with them. You want to be their buddy. I wish my child would say, take me to Megan Thee Stallion concert, Cardi B concert. Peyton come here and say, man, take me to... Uh, Gucci Mane concert. As much as I love <laughs> Gucci, <laughs> are you out your damn mind? Like honestly, like nah, bro. There's parental advisories for a reason. Mm-hmm. Not only for the lyrical content, but the visual content. All you saw was flames and all kind of things. It's like you don't want to scar a child's mind with those images. Some of that stuff. After a while, you start seeing some of the. Oh, that whole setup was demonic. He sacrificed people. I read it so much where hell I started believing it for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's all it takes. And that's all it takes for someone to see something like that and change their whole outlook on life in general. And that's, that's what all I'm it takes. You know, and the kid's mind is so easy to you know manipulate and, and, and mold. If they see something like that, you can put them on the path to basically to destruction. Exactly. And we gone off of this one. So. Every artist, I've heard Travis, heard Jay-Z, Beyonce, everybody's Illuminati. They done sold their souls. LeBron sold their souls to the devil to get their riches. But meanwhile, Hollywood is on, on, on deck right now. Don't nobody question how they get their rags and riches and fortune. You ain't make a whole blood sacrifice for them. <laughs> You'll never see about that. You never hear about uh, Tom Hanks. You know, who did he, who did he, I'm like, come on, bro. Yeah, come on. Exactly. It's, it's stuff like that. It's always black celebrities. You know, you know, he killed his, you know, you had his wife, his mom killed so she can make that. that yeah. It's no. Yeah. That's what I, I'm saying, I hate nah, when people talk that's, about that's society like that, for you. Yeah. But like I said, it's food for thought. 
Appreciate you pulling Thanks up. Thanks for having me, man. Thanks, man. This was this was great, man. I, I love it. I'm was, it's therapeutic, man. Yeah. I'm trying to tell people, dude. Like you almost lose track of time, and it's just you just have fun, man. That's it. Oh yeah. Appreciate the fanta. You done crushed yours. Oh yeah, I was, hey, bro, I was, hey, I was thirsty, bro. I was, you I know, told my, my, the way my kidneys are set. Up, <laughs> you got to take, take it slow. Man. I understand. I understand. So appreciate you. No problem. Man. Pulling Thanks up with the me. fanta, uh, Lady Lawrence Kitchen. Woo-hoo. Egg rolls, appreciate you. Hopefully my wife is not home yet because I got two orders, but I might have to smash that. <laughs> um, appreciate y'all listening, man. Um, hoodies are on deck. Let me know if you want one. I'll put the order in. Um, I've been getting them out. Definitely appreciate the support. Just holler at me, shoot me a color, size, and we can make it happen. Peace. Ass toasted, yeah. no competition. Amish toasted. I feel so high, I feel so live, my body's in the twine, I'm Misha